This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Hey there, you are listening to the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. I'm Mandy, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. If you want encouragement, inspiration, support, empowerment, then join me as we talk about real-life stories of finding and following your purpose, overcoming adversity, and living out your dreams. If you believe life's too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, So glad you can join us today. About 10 years ago, I made one of the best decisions in my entire life, and that was to host an exchange student. Um, And I ended up hosting a student from Ecuador. And in doing that, I gained an entire family from Ecuador. And I'm so happy to have one of those family members here with me today. Jose, can you please tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Jose. I'm from Ecuador. I'm 31 years old. I'm divorced. <laughs> I have a daughter. She's 11. Uh, I love the USA. <laughs> I love Oklahoma, especially because there's where my family lives, <laughs> my U.S. family. <laughs> I live in Quito. That's the capital of Ecuador. I have a law firm with my dad. But now I'm not working in that firm. I'm working. I'm working for the government. So you're working for. You just told me a little bit ago, three different judges, right? Yeah, I I used to work with one judge, but they changed me to this different place, and I'm working for three judge judges now. Yeah. yeah. And what is that like? Uh, it's kind of a lot of a lot of work. Because three different people, three different thinkings, and they do the things whatever they want. So I need to be like really paying attention of all the things. And I have a lot of cases, a lot of, I do tax cases now. So tax cases? Yeah. Okay. So only tax cases. And there's a lot of money, you know, it's a lot of money. money. Yeah. They, I, the people need to pay to the government or the government need to refund that money for people or different companies and things like that. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So are, so it's, it's difficult juggling the different personalities or the different ways that those judges do things. Is that what? Yeah. 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 It does. Yeah. Really hard because I have like, okay, this judge like the things like that. And in that moment, the the other judge starts texting me, send me some things, and I answer like the first judge and not like the other judge. And they say, "Why? Why are you answering that way? You know that I don't like that thing." So, okay, oh, oh. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. So, okay, so do you do you like working in in law and government? No, like I don't like it, but I have been working that like six years seven years mm-hmm. so i have experience in that it's not that hard and um, people like that i have experience 
So I don't like it, but I'm good do, doing what I do. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that's not nothing. That's a good deal. But even if you don't like it so well, at least you're able to make, make some money. Cause I'm sure that just like here there, it's been a little bit difficult for families um, during COVID people losing jobs and things like that. Yeah. And here is like a lot of people that have, uh, have been fired for all the jobs um, in my place too. I'm working like in, I don't know how it's in the States, but here we have like different kind of, uh, when you are hired for a job, they have different things that they put. Like you have like really, I don't know how to say that, but it's like you will have that, that place, that job for a lot, a lot of time. You have then like you will have that job for just one a little period of time, or you will have like for a year. Now I have just for one month, and each month they are like, uh, okay, I will hire you one month more and one month more. <laughs> but that yeah, they firing a lot of people, so it's kind of it's really difficult to have a job here right now. Well, I'm glad that you still have yours and that everybody's doing okay. Everybody is doing okay there, right? Yeah. Your family? Yeah, family. my family is doing okay. My dad, uh, he's a judge again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's happy for that thing. Yeah. And yeah, we are doing okay. I'm okay there. Yeah. Here, some things that are really expensive. Some things are not that expensive. So like the basic salary here is like 400 bucks. And you will live with that. Four hundred dollars, yeah, a month or a month, a month. Yeah. Okay, like wow. it, that is the, like the basic, the basic one. Basic. I win like nine hundred bucks, and that's like a lot of money here. <laughs> yeah, not that much. That's, but I mean, that's a lot of money to me too. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you have like different things. That I need to pay rent. I need to pay my basic service and I need to put gas because I I just bought a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Isn't this your second motorcycle? Didn't you have one before? Uh, no, no, no. It's a new one. I sold the last one. So Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, so, okay, speaking of driving in Ecuador, what do you, what were you doing before when you, when you didn't have a motorcycle or didn't have a car? What do you, what is your normal way of getting to, to and from places? Uh, buses. We have buses. buses, yeah, and buses are really cheap here. It's not a really good service, but you have a <laughs> lot of buses. If you want to go to the south of the city, you take a bus. If you want to go to the north, you take a bus. If you want to go outside of the city, you take a bus. So we have buses for, for everything, like a lot of lines of buses for different yeah. places. Yeah, and you pay like 25 cents. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, I remember my bus ride <laughs> when I was in Ecuador uh, and I was, well, when Maria and I were together, they stopped somewhere and she got up to leave. And so I was, you know, trying to trace, you know, go after her and somebody got in my way. Well, the guy started, the bus driver started to take off before I even got off the bus. <laughs> I was like yeah. jumping off the bus. <laughs> she turned around and was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I didn't want to lose you. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going or what to do. And I don't speak the language. And she was laughing so hard. She's like, they're just going to stop right down there. And she points a little ways down the street. I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that was my, yeah. My bus experience was a little bit uh, scary, but thankfully Maria was there to help me out. 
Yeah, some you know, it's like people here doesn't respect like all the stop signs and yeah, the buses, I, yeah, at the bus stop and things like that. So yeah, you are fine with your experience. <laughs> Sometimes you need to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and getting in the taxis, I just usually close my eyes and hang on tight and just pray that we'll get to the next place where, you know, without any kind of major accidents or whatever, because they drive crazy. Yeah, people drive crazy here. Yeah. Not like in Guayaquil, because in Guayaquil, I know it's really bad how they drive. Really? Yeah. They're worse than Quito? Yeah. I love oh, God. Yeah. So, but yeah, here is. You know how to drive. People, it's crazy driving here. Yes. I'm glad I don't have to drive. I just ride. So, Well, speaking of driving, though, let's just kind of veer off a little bit. Speaking of driving, where did you learn? How did you learn how to drive? Uh, standard? A, first, my dad, when I was 13, he tried to, to teach me how to use the, the car, how to drive. But he was a bad teacher. <laughs> Yeah, he was only mad and screaming all the time. So, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I didn't. Learn. So they in Ecuador they only don't they only have standard shift vehicles. They don't. Can you not get a automatic? Now car like you have more uh, automatic cars. Oh, you have more now. Yeah, more. It's okay. like the new the twenty twenty two and the twenty twenty one car, mm-hmm. like the new the new ones, are like mm-hmm. all of them are. Automatic. Okay. So I love a standard. I, I don't like automatic. I do too. That's what I learned on. So it's, I mean, it's automatic to me. I currently drive an automatic car, but like I, yeah, a standard is like an automatic to me. So. Yeah. So going back to the driving thing, then I have a driving light, uh, course, driving course uh-huh. here in Ecuador so I can get my license. But they really don't teach you all the things that you need to know to drive in Quito. <laughs> and then i went to the states and you yeah you taught me how to drive i remember the all the things that i have in my mind about how to drive how to turn on the car or things like that it's like you you yeah you were my teacher in the car lessons and all the things we went to i won't say the name of the church but we went to a big parking lot at night so there would be nobody around, and we drove around that par- parking lot for a while. So you got used to your car, right? Yeah, more comfortable with my car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was fun. Yeah, that was, that was good times, good times. Yeah, with that car, I have a, a really funny memory yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tell us about that funny memory about this car. Uh, we, I think we were cleaning the I don't know what we, we were doing, but we were, I think was cleaning. We were cleaning. And the car has this uh, automatic start in the little yeah. control. And but I it was an older car with that automatic start. And so yeah, it, was, um, it had the safety things on it. I don't think that they do now. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know why I pushed the button <laughs> and just the car was like... Vroom. And it started moving through your backyard. And Chloe was like crazy, like, and I was so scared. Oh, my gosh, the car is going to crush the other house and the things like that. And I don't know how I can put myself inside the car and turn off the car. 
and your fans were in the in the floor and Chloe <laughs> the ground. Yeah. The car plowed over the chain link fence. Yeah, I remember that. And Chloe's plate too was like all messed up and I was I feel so bad. I felt so bad. I start I cried, I remember that. And you told me, Don't worry, that will be a funny story <laughs> in the future. And now it is. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't lie, did I? Yeah. Oh my god, it was a miracle! Like it stopped. Yeah. It, it you got it stopped like right before it plowed through the other side of the fence and the neighbor's fence. Yeah. So, and it stopped right between the gas meter and the shed. Oh I yeah, think. that was true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pole, the laundry thing pole. I don't know. Yeah. Within inches. Like, it could have been way worse. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> that was so funny. Uh, now it's funny. Yeah, it was a funny time. Well, I kind of thought it was funny after the initial, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times in Oklahoma. Oh, my God. That's funny. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk about. About maybe some obstacles that you have faced in your life, Jose. What is something in particular that you know has been hard um, that you have overcome, or maybe still overcoming, or whatever? Talk about that a little bit. Oh, okay. My my divorce. I think my okay. divorce it was and is one of the the most difficult things they that I have been through in all my life. But first was my, my parents' divorce. It was really hard. Yeah. Because, yeah I remember it, you guys talking yeah, about yeah. that. Uh, that that take me a lot of time to forgive my dad and be peaceful with that thing. It was like yeah. 19 years. <laughs> but now I'm okay wow. with that. But it's a lot of time, you know. And then uh, being divorced and all that things was really, really hard. And the first time was like, uh, I I never think that something like that will happen with me. But right, you know, you you don't know what will happen in the future. <laughs> right. So yeah, it was hard. The first year was really really hard. Sometimes I'm still thinking about her and uh, about all the things and things that I didn't do and I should do. Oh, and I should do. Yeah. Things like that, but now I think I'm doing okay. I'm not really, really good, but I'm doing fine. But it was was really, really, really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost. I mean, I haven't. I've experienced grief through the death of my dad, but I know that a lot of people experience grief through divorce because it's very much like a death. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that's the way you feel or not, but. Yeah, I don't know. I never, somebody really close to me passed away, but it feels like that because I was with her like 13 years of my life, yeah. you know, that yeah. is like the half of my life. <laughs> yeah. And just like, all is done and it's over. And was like, I don't know. I Sometimes if I start thinking about that, it's like my mind doesn't... Um, doesn't know what happened. Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like, wait a minute. How did I get here? Yeah. Why I'm alone? Why she's gone? I, 
why? Mm -hmm. Why is this supposed to be like really close and we love a lot each other? Now it's like we are two strangers. It's kind yeah. of, it's really difficult. Yeah. It's I'm really, sure really that difficult. You know, you mentioned like asking why and why and why I, I, cause I do remember doing that after my dad passed away for months. Um, just why, why my dad, why this, why, why did this happen? Why, 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 why? And it was driving me nuts. Like, cause I couldn't get the answers that I thought I wanted or that I needed or whatever. And so, I don't know, at some point I just finally decided to go, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to ask why anymore. It just, it is what it is. And I, I am not going to get my answers anyway. So I'm not going to ask why anymore. But I mean, I don't, I assume that probably other people do the same thing that you just ask the, you know, why, why, why. And then, and sometimes maybe some of your questions get answered, but I would venture to say that most of the times it does not, or at least not in the way that you expect it or want it to be answered. So you mentioned that it took a long time for you to forgive your dad for divorcing your mom. What what do you think helped you do that? First time. And then, yeah, I think it was just time because I was getting mature in that things. First, I was like a kid and then a teenager and, you know, teenagers are crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're trying to fight with uh, with all the people that they don't think like them. So my dad was a uh, is a person that he has his thoughts and his things in like in this way. You need to do all the things in that way, and I'm not in so that way. <laughs> his way or no way, right? Yeah, oh, it's bad. If you don't do it in that way, is is bad. You are not doing okay the things. So. But with time now, sometimes I'm think I'm 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 thinking about all the things that my dad said to me, and sometimes I say, yeah, I think he was right <laughs> in some things, yeah, because I'm thinking right. more like him now. But like through the time, through the difficult moments, uh, the fights, the separation that we have, because when I start fighting a lot with my dad, I say, okay, I don't want to see you. And then you start missing that people, that person, because it's important to you. He's my dad. I love my dad. And he always was with me in, in the financial uh, moments. Like if I need money, he always was like a good dad in the things. He never said like, hey, I, I don't care. Uh, you will see how you pay that thing or things like that. No, he always was like, okay, we paid for that. I will help you. So... I start to forgiving my dad for all the things, for all the bad moments. And I say, okay, I can't be with all that feeling, with that all that hate in my heart. So I need to move about that. And I say, I need to show my baby girl that she can love her grandpa, that his dad love and respect his dad. And she can see how you can have a good relation with your dad. It doesn't matter if they are divorced or they are separated or things like that. So, yeah. So, you can see, yeah. So, that kind of brings me to um, who who inspires you. And it sounds to me like it's your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, she's, if I want to do something, I just think about her, you know? She's yeah. like, she's my inspiration. 
She's like, I need to do this. I will do it for her. If I will get this, I will get it for her. So it's all for her. Yeah. Yeah. And does it help you to go, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this or shouldn't feel this way because that would be a bad example for her? Yeah. 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 Sometimes I get mad with her mom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, but then I think I say, okay, I, I can't have this feeling for her because my, my daughter will see me, see me and she will feel bad. And I don't want that she feel bad. Right. She, I want to teach her that it doesn't matter what happened between her mom and, and, and I, I will have this respect for her for her mom yeah, yeah i also i i told her i said i don't care how many times will pass but i will love you your mom she was my first love she is my first love and i will always love your mom and i just want her to be happy whatever the things that she choose whatever the way she choose i just want that she will be happy and if i can help her in all the things that she will need i'm for her too i want to teach her best things yeah you need to be a good person you know (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely then what kind of advice could you give or do you give to other parents who are probably who are struggling with divorce and with trying to co-parent and trying to do the right things for their children what do you suggest for them or what what kind of advice do you give them okay i think in my opinion in my experience (laughs) first don't mess your kids in your relation with your ex-partner because it's that really different relation. If you have problems with your ex-wife or ex-husband, don't mess anything with your kids. Because So you're meaning don't, don't discuss those adult things with the child? Is that what you mean? It's like you don't, you don't put, yeah, like that, and you don't put your kid like in the middle of that fight or, or right. in the middle of that difference that you have, you know? Because like, ah, they tell something to your kid and things like that. They, what they think? No, they don't have to be in that, in that fight or in that discussion. Your relationship with your kid is really different than the relation that you have with your ex. If you want to fight, if you want to say something, you want anything that you want with your ex, just do it with, with him or with her and not with your kid or not through your kid. Right. Yeah. A lot of people I think that's do that. Very, yeah, that's key too, because unfortunately I I see that a lot or I saw that a lot as a teacher, you know. Kids just kind of being pawns for their their parents because their parents are fighting and the kid is caught in the middle, you know. I mean the kid is already naturally caught in the middle of the separation of the two parents, but you don't need to make it any worse by dragging that kid into the middle of it, or you tell your dad this, or you tell your mom this, or whatever. You need to, yeah, like you said, adults, you need to have the adult discussions and leave the child out of it because that's too much to put on a kid. Yeah, because they have their things, their problems. They are, they have the problem of the divorce in this case and they, they have their mind and how that works in their mind. So you don't need to put more things in that. (laughs) Right. It's hard enough. Yeah. You need just to give them love and support. And say that you are for them all the time. Also, it's like if you have a good relation with your kid, or your, or in my case, if 
uh, my daughter have a good relation with with me or with her mom i will never say like you can't see her uh, you can't spend time with her or things like that because you need to grow grow that feeling that the the kid has for the parent that she has you know right so don't yeah don't keep your child from the other parent yeah it'd be different if there were like safety issues or something like that yeah yeah it's different it's abusive that's completely different yeah yeah just to say no you can't go to your dad's or you can't go to your mom's just to make the other person mad is is yeah it's very also if you you kid want to go is because they will feel uh, really good and they miss their dad or mom so just say okay you can go you put some things, okay, this is schedule, or you will spend one weekend, or you will spill one week, things like that. But don't forbid that things to your kid. I think it's yeah. really bad, yeah. Good advice. Good advice, Jose. Let's see. Tell me about a time when you made a huge mistake, and what was it, and what did you do with it? <laughs> the first thing, the first, yeah, thing that comes to my mind is like, I didn't choose very well my career in my university. So what was it at first? It was, uh, I want to be an archaeologist. But in that university here in Ecuador, they don't have like archaeologists. They have anthropologists. It's not okay. the same. <laughs> it's kind of close, but it's not the same. I say, no, okay, okay, okay. I will, I will study that and things like that. But I really don't like it. I think I waste I waste a lot of time in that. Also, the uh, I think we need like some advisor here. They would, yeah. yeah, they would say, okay, what things you are good, what things you are not good, and trying to give you a uh, you will study this, maybe you will like it or things like that. Now here you choose whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I make a mistake in that, and now that I'm thirty one years old. <laughs> And I'm thinking, sometimes I think, I say, I couldn't choose, uh, I could choose another thing to study. And I will be like, have my degree and then have a master or a speciality or maybe a PhD. (laughs) You don't know. But I think that I waste a lot of time in that things. Yeah. yeah. You're not alone in that, though. There are a lot of people who go to, you know, when they first start in college, they don't really know what they want. I really didn't know either because I started off as a vocal music major and ended up being an English teacher. And I probably changed my major two or three times in between there. (laughs) So, yeah, when you're young like that, sometimes you just don't know what you want to do. And I think that's okay. I think you have to explore a little bit and maybe live a little bit. I personally feel like that we have this whole education thing backwards. I feel like we should, you know, let kids go to work at like 12, 13 and then come back to school at like 16, 17 so that they can appreciate education a little bit more, maybe pay a little bit more attention. That's just my little theory. I, nobody's going to listen to that but <clears throat> or do anything about it. But I just really think that there's a lot of time wasted, a lot of money wasted on people who don't really know what they want to do when they first go to college. But again, it's it's okay. I mean, you just kind of have to figure out what you want to do. And heck, even at 50, like I just made a career change. So, you know, you, you might do different things, a lot of different things that you didn't think that you would be doing. I didn't yeah. think I'd be doing hosting a podcast. So, no. 
Okay. So what would you get? What kind of advice would you give to, let's say, your 18 year old self? Don't be so stupid. I'm kidding. The advice they will give to myself is be like, um, don't waste your time. Like, think more in, about the future. It's true that you are like young in that moment and you think about party and friends and things like that. But also, I think you need to start to thinking about your future because it's like you are like getting older and you need to see like, okay, what I will have, what I will want to my life or have in my life. So yes, like please think more about the future, be more mature in some decisions because I did a lot of decisions that I think were like, okay, I would choose this, I would do that, I will do that. And yeah. And not really putting much thought into it. Is yeah. that what you're meaning? Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, why? What happened? Uh, yeah, it was my choice. I, I choose that. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think to, yeah, try to, to all the opportunities because you have a lot of opportunities in your life. Try to grab them and fight for them and try to make something really good with them. Yeah, I like that. That's good advice. Yeah, that's things that now I'm thinking say okay I will maybe if I did that if I should do that I will have a different kind of life in all of the things but in some things that I want to change now you know but yeah so if you have opportunity just grab that opportunity if you like it if you want it grab it and fight for it and you will have because if you're fighting you work in that you will have your reward in the future. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, let's switch gears just a little bit. Tell everybody what your um, favorite beverage is, Jose. I love Dr. Pepper. I'm addicted you know, Jose, to Dr. Pepper. In what? I'm addicted to Dr. Pepper. You are addicted to Dr. Pepper. I will take responsibility for that because I'm the one that introduced you to Dr. Pepper. And do they have Dr. Pepper in Ecuador? No, we don't. <laughs> So what happens every time you come to the States with Dr. Pepper? I put in my bag like 12 bottles of Dr. Pepper. And when I go back home, I hide all my my different bottles in different places. So if someone tried to stole one of my Dr. Peppers, (laughs) they will find all of them. But now they know that I love Dr. Pepper. So they know that they can mess with my Dr. Pepper. They can't mess with your Dr. Pepper. Leave his Dr. Pepper alone. Yes. When's the last time you had one? Uh, it was more than a year. Oh, no. Yeah, because I I was in Belgium. Yeah. And I tried one of them. They have a Dr. Pepper. They, it wasn't the same taste. It didn't taste the same? Yeah, no. I don't know if they do in that different factory or things like that, but it's not yeah. the same taste. No, no, no. Huh. no. So Belgium. Okay, let's just kind of segue to that. Then what, tell us about the places that you've traveled, because I'm a little jealous that you've gotten to travel a lot of different places than I have. Okay, yeah. I uh, The other day I was talking with my mom and I say, okay, I, thanks God, because I, I know a lot of places in, yeah. in my age. That I'm 31. I, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All that things. Okay, first I... Okay, my first uh, place that I... I remember was San Andres. It's in Colombia. That's in Colombia. This is Caribbean. It's a really beautiful place. 
yeah. really, really beautiful. Then I went to the States, to Oklahoma. That's the best paradise for me. <laughs> yeah, I should born in Oklahoma. That's why I think. <laughs> you should have been born in Oklahoma? Yeah. That then, would be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I have been in New York. I like New York. It's, it's okay. You feel like you're in a movie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Did okay. you see places that you were like, oh, I saw that in that movie? Or yeah, that, that place that... I don't remember the the name of the 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 name of the place that really famous place. There's it's a street when they have these big screens and all the things. Oh, Times Square. Times Square. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was in Times Square. Say, so, oh, when is that camera flying or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> you feel like you're an actor or something like. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Then uh, I went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I like San Francisco. It is a beautiful city. I like Alcatraz and all the 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 bridge, the Golden Bridge. Yeah, yeah. So it's really it's really cool. Yeah. Then I went to Lima with with my dad. Lima is okay. I really don't like it, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> Why didn't you like Lima? Because it's a big city. Like it's like Quito. No. It's the same, you know. Oh, it's, it's not anything a lot different than what yeah, you were used to. Yeah, for me, it's not the big thing. You have these really fancy neighborhoods, but they are really nice. Uh-huh. But it's okay. The food is good. Yeah. The food is really, really good. I like. Oh, good. Then I went to Chile. Chile is uh-huh. beautiful. Uh, Santiago de Chile is the cap, the capital of Chile. The uh-huh. city is like you be in, in the States, so you be in Europe, something like that. It's really modern and really nice and really cool. Mm-hmm. So I went to these different places in Chile. That's, that's amazing. I, I really like it. I have a good time there. Then I go to Spain and I know I'm, I want to go to Spain. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went, what did you do in Spain? I did a course. A course that was like, uh, digital law course, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I spent a time then. I, it was in Madrid. So I went to Madrid. I went to Barcelona. I went to Palma de Mallorca. There is a little isla- island in Spain. It's beautiful, really beautiful. I went to Bilbao, went to Salamanca, went to uh, Valladolid. So a, a lot of different places around yeah. Spain. Yeah. So it's beautiful that like the infrastructure, the castles, the castles and all yes. the things. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really cool. The food, I don't like it really. You didn't like the food? No, I don't like the food. Just the beer. Just the beer. Yeah. I'll just take the beer. Yeah. And olives because they have a lot of olives and with different yeah. taste uh, flavors. So they were good. I really like it. Then I went to Paris. Paris is amazing. This is amazing. Really? Yeah. First, I was thinking, eh, Paris would be okay. The Eiffel Tower, I would be okay. Notre Dame is okay. Then when I was there, it was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. This is one of the most beautiful cities that I know. Really? It's amazing. I spent like three... Breathtaking. Yeah. I spent three days in Paris and I tried to do all the things that you couldn't do in Paris. (laughs) In three days? Yeah. I walk like, I don't know how much I walk, but I don't care. I went to the Louvre Museum where they have uh-huh. the Mona Lisa. Yeah. 
yeah, this is a really. I remember you being there and you were telling about that on Facebook, or maybe you sent me something through WhatsApp. I think I sent you pictures about that. Yeah. yeah, amazing place. I love Paris. I will. I will gonna go again. I really like. Yeah, it. I definitely want to go to Europe. I haven't gotten to do that yet. Yeah, this, I want to go. I want to go back with another country, but I remember Paris. That's amazing. Then I went to Holland. I think. Oh yeah. Was. Yeah, Amsterdam. I don't remember what other place of Holland. Rotterdam. I just passed through Rotterdam. Rotterdam, uh-huh. and it was like really cool, really nice. And then I went to Belgium. And in Belgium, I were in Brussels. Brussels, I think, is the capital of Belgium. Brussels, uh, yeah. Brussels, yeah. And in Burgess. Because in Spanish, it's, I don't know why, because Burgess, I was reading the other day, and Burgess is like the meaning of bridges, because they have a lot of bridge around oh, that lake. Okay. But in Spanish, the name is Brujas, and Brujas I... are witches. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's the difference. In Spanish. Yeah. So, but that place is like you be in a fairy tale town. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like I was in a Harry Potter, some place and <laughs> some wizards and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's really, really cool. I really like cool. this cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I want to, I want to travel a lot more than what I have. So speaking of Harry Potter, what, what are some of your favorite books? Uh, the third one, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Think is the name of yeah one. yeah that's the the book I like the most I like in Harry Potter collection I think <laughs> yeah then I like the Outsiders that I read it for you I really yes. like it I saw the movie yes. too <laughs> but I like yes. more the book <laughs> the book is the book yes yeah. the book is better the 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 movie is good for um those of us who were in love with Rob Lowe and uh, Ralph Macchio and and all the other actors yeah for us 80s girls so yeah the outsiders and what else what other kind of books uh, all the military books <laughs> all the military books yeah. just every the military u.s military ever. u.s military yes. books <laughs> yes yeah like american and, sniper things like that oh yeah 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 okay yeah those are really interesting yeah what's your favorite food in ecuador and your favorite food in the u.s in the U.S. is everything. I love everything of the U.S. <laughs> yeah, I, I love food in the U.S. But I think my favorite is Taco Bell. <laughs> it's Taco Bell. Yeah. That was, that was going to be our next question. Where do we go every time the first stop we make after we pick you up from the airport? It is... Going to Taco Bell to get a, a huge, large Dr. Pepper and some tacos and burritos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What, um, you came to a couple of my classes, a couple of different schools that I was teaching at at different times. You came to share with my students about Ecuador. Are there any, any things that you can remember about that? I remember how they were surprised that we don't have like Taco Bell and you don't have Taco Bell, you know? Yeah, I was hoping that they would ask, you know, meaningful questions. Well, I guess it meant something to them, but they were asking you. Didn't they say something about McDonald's too? Yeah, like you don't have McDonald's in each corner. No, <laughs> like I remember when they said you don't have Jordans. No, we don't have Jordans. I think it was a kind of brand of shoes or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we don't have Jordans too. <laughs> and didn't they say okay? Like they asked about McDonald's, but you said that 
the McDonald's in Quito is for the fancy ah, people. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the McDonald's is for fancy people. And they went, what? <laughs> Here it's ghetto or something like that. Yeah, it was funny. Because, yeah, McDonald's is not that cheap here. I think yeah. with the time, like, it's getting more, uh, more people is going to McDonald's, you know? Okay. Yeah. So it's getting more common for yeah. people down there. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's. it's more common, yeah. But third, it's like, McDonald's, what? What happened with you, fancy people? <laughs> Cracking me up. <laughs> Tell us a favorite quote that you have. I know the quote, you know, let me check, because I know it in Spanish, but in English, I don't know. Go ahead and say it in Spanish, and then you can say it in English, too. Yeah, I know it in English now. <laughs> okay. okay it's, happiness can be found in the darkness of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. That's from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> yeah. Happiness can be found in the darkness, darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Yeah. I think that is really good. That's a good, inspiring quote. Yeah, that helped me in training my divorce. Because when, I remember one day that it was really, bad, really, really bad. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what to to do or to say and I was checking on Facebook like trying to distract my distract my mind and that just appeared and I and I read it and for it was the first time they read it with that and that touched me. It was like that yeah. touched me in that moment. It's like yeah. okay, I happened for a really, really dark time, really dark time. But I just need to turn out the light. And I say, okay. And I tried to cry. I remember I cried because that really touched me. It was like, I didn't pay attention in that quote before because I have read that book like 3,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> At least. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I read that. I say, I like that quote. It's one of my favorite my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it too. It's very simple, but it's very profound. And yeah. It's- it's interesting that you said, you know, that at, you'd read it a million times, but that moment, you it really spoke to you, yeah. and it really meant something. It was way more meaningful to you at that moment. I kind of relate to that in that I don't know how much of the Book of Psalms you've read, but there are portions of it where David is just lamenting and like what I perceived when I first would study it, like in my teens, I thought, well, he sure is a whiny baby because he was like. Oh, God, bring me out of this muck and this mire and this depths of the, you know, abyss and all this kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm totally paraphrasing. But I always thought, well, good grief. He's, I mean, he's sure a big whiner. You know, he's coming. Can't can't be that bad, can it? Right? You know? And then after my dad passed, I went, oh, I get it. I get what he's talking about with that deep, dark void, you know, and the, the, just the raw pain and feeling like everything is hopeless and feeling like everything is like, it's never going to be the same. And when am I ever going to feel normal again? God, please. Sometimes there for a while after my dad had passed, the only thing I could do as far as prayer was just, God, help me. Just help me. Just Mm -hmm. help, help. And that was all I could come up with. That was all I could muster was just help me. 
so then, yeah, I, at that that point, I was like, oh, okay, this speaks to me now. I understand. I get it, you know? Yeah. And just like you go, oh, okay, I get this quote now. Yeah. I understand. I can apply it to my life, so. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. we just have a little bit longer. Tell us, um, what is your vision for the next five years of your life, do you think, Jose? Okay, I have like a little plans for my life. <laughs> Good, then, I like that. Yeah, it's like a, in my actual job, uh, when I start that job, I say I will spend here three years, no more, uh-huh. no more. Hmm. I will finish my studies in that time, and then I can go to Oklahoma and live there. <laughs> so I have two more years to save some money, <laughs> to finish my uh, my studies, and went to Oklahoma. I was talking with, with your brother the other day, uh-huh. and we were talking about this property that maybe he will have, and he will put some cows and things like that. And I say, okay, I will work for you, because oh. the thing that I want I want to do, I want to always I want to do something like be in the yeah. big farm in the country spend with with animals and things like that so i hope that i can save enough money and i can go to the us maybe get a i don't know if i can get a work visa or something like because you know we have these visa things you know right right and if i don't get a citizenship i can't be staying really long in the us so yeah. I told your brother, say, if you know of any American girl that she wants to marry me, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> if you know any American girls yeah, that want to marry me, I'm available. Yeah, I'm available. That's right. Ladies, if you're single, give me an age age range here. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. See, he's workable. So. Yeah. Ladies, ladies, if you're single and you don't have a lot of crazy baggage, then let me recommend meeting Jose. Yeah. So yeah. good guy. Good guy. Solid dude. Yes. So that's my plans. And I hope in that time, maybe uh, because I have been talking with my daughter's mom, that if that happens, God wants to happen. Uh, if she can go with me and she say, okay. I think that's okay because I want a good life for her. So that's that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my my plan for the five years. Hope you yeah. you don't know no, but that's well, why I want to I want to. Right, but I mean, you can still. I mean, we don't know what holds to, what tomorrow holds, but I am a big believer in you have if you want things to happen in your life, you have to make them happen. And I do believe God, and I do believe in His his direction and his wisdom and following that. But I also also feel like a lot of the time, well, at least for me, you know, sometimes I would, I would let fear hold me back from actually doing things that I think God was probably like, just waiting for me to just take a step. Can you just take a step? And then I'll show you, (laughs) I'll show you the way, just, just take a step, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you got to have a plan. I mean, the, there's that saying that says if you don't have a plan, then you're planning to fail, basically. So yeah, I'm glad you have a plan. And I would love for you guys 
to move to Oklahoma yeah. and to uh, immigrate here. That would be so awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. So cool. So, so cool. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you want to leave with our listeners today, Jose? Anything that's stirring in your heart? I think the, uh, the, the, the thing that I said before, that if you have the opportunity, just grab it. Don't let it go. <laughs> because sometimes that kind of opportunities doesn't repeat again in your life sometimes do sometimes it doesn't do <laughs> doesn't happen yeah. and if you have your someone that you love a lot like maybe it can be a a daughter a father a mom a friend always try to spend a lot of time with them because time is really you don't know what will happen try to give them all the love show them all the love that you have for them Sometimes I know it's difficult because sometimes I think about my mom. I, sometimes my mom is kind of crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> I love her all the time. And when I'm not with her, I just miss her a lot. And I say, I don't know what will happen with my life if she's not with me. But I know that sometimes that can happen. So the thing that I need to do is give her all the love. The same with my daughter, the same with my father with my friends people that I really care you know it's like you uh, I love you I miss you all the time uh, we can see you each other all the time because if we are in different countries but the love and the all the the feelings that I have for you and your family is each day is bigger bigger and bigger and get bigger bigger so if I want to leave something for people that's listening, is never lose the time with the person that you love. Trying to do all the things that you want with that person and all the opportunities that you have, just grab it and don't let it go. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Jose, thank you so, so much for spending time with me today and for talking, just speaking your heart. And I, I appreciate that so much. And I do love you so much. And I love your family so much. And I'm so grateful to God that he put our families together. I mean, it's just, it was totally a God thing. I mean, it just was. So anyway, I'm looking forward to the next five years to see how things play out. And I do want you to be here. So that would be so much fun. So cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And I hope we will see you really soon soon yeah. all right we'll talk to you later okay Bye. thanks for hanging out with us if you're tired of doing the same old thing and producing the same old results then you need a vision board my friend i can help you with that with my free three-step vision guide so check out more information on my website at mandysawyer.com that's m-a-n-d-y-s-a-w-y-e-r.com if one of your goals happens to be starting a podcast, then you should try out Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. Just go to my affiliate link, mandysawyer.com slash buzzsprout. Following this link lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you and gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support this show. Thanks for listening, and remember to dream big and kick ass.